Welcome to the You Can Make It So podcast, episode number 70. Thank you for listening every Tune In Tuesday to our podcast, and so grateful to those of you who follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. You can check the podcast notes for links. I'm really grateful for the feedback and the input uh, that we received about our recent series on agile decision-making, which uh, we have been doing on this podcast during this month of May. I hope as a result, uh, you have a better sense of both the difference between clarity and certitude, the perils of decision paralysis, and also the steps in agile decision-making, which will lead to better confidence in your decisions and steps towards thriving. If you missed any of the episodes, episode number 66 to 69, you can find them and all of our episodes on Spotify and on our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. That same website is also the place where our blog is located, and you can find a good summary of our series on that blog site. Once again, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. Today, we finish the month of May, and we peek in a little bit into June and the pending summer. And I just want to tie up a couple of points on our series in this episode and also talk about courage. Then I want to share two little tips, which I shared this week in the top four to make it so with our full service coaching clients. You can check the podcast notes if you want to know what full service coaching is all about. And I'm hoping that all of this will lead us into the month of June in our goals, in our habits so that the summer of 2023 can be our absolute best. All right, you ready? Let's get after it. Let's make it so. Let's talk about courage. Courage comes in many forms. Although definitions range, I would say that most people tend to agree that it features three primary components. Risk, an intention, and a goal that may benefit others. A classic example of courage is a student defends a peer who is being verbally assaulted by a bully. By interrupting the bully and telling them to stop, this purposeful act may come at a cost, perhaps socially or physically. And so, in that decision, the student shows courage. But courage doesn't have to look dramatic or fearless. We can express it both in bold and in quiet ways. In fact, general courage is that confidence to take what might be seemingly brazen actions as perceived by others. And that differs from personal courage which are those actions that are courageous in the minds of the people who are doing them. It all depends on how you view the challenge in front of you and the fears that are associated with performing a particular behavior. In other words, these days, some people may need significant personal courage just to get out of bed in the morning and face the day because of the way that the stressors of life are piling up 
and how that's leading to emotional exhaustion, maybe a sense of detachment from your work or feelings that you aren't capable of, right now at least, processing. And so it takes courage. Yet courage is also associated with other positive character strengths, like persistence and integrity. As we made our way through understanding agile decision-making, we know that it entails knowing the difference between clarity and certainty, but also that it requires us to have the confidence to avoid decision paralysis in our life. All of this certainly requires confidence, but confidence is different than courage. We may be confident, as we discussed in episode 69, because our experience has taught us that we can do something, but we may not have the courage to do it. A simple personal example, I'm confident I can give a speech. I have given them before to large groups and small groups, and that experience has made me confident that I can do a good job. But I still need courage to get on the stage each and every time. Or another example, maybe best connected to agile decision-making, is you make, you make a confident decision to do a particular task, but you're running behind in your schedule or in your workload. And as a result, it's all become a bit too much for you in your personal or professional life. And so you're clear on the task, you're certain on what needs to be done, but you don't have time to do it. Agile decision-making would lead you into the process of involving others in order to avoid the task not being done and decision paralysis coming into your life. But do you have the courage to ask others to help you? Do you have the courage to give up a little bit of control? Do you have the courage to allow the process to lead you in an agile way? So let me give you four quick things to think about in order to improve your courage and to continue to lead you in the pathway of thriving. Here's the first. See yourself as courageous. When I find myself losing a courageous attitude towards a task or an action, one of the things that I intensely do is reflect upon all of the courageous actions which I have already taken in my life. You can do the same. Consider those moments that you stepped out of your comfort zone in the past, those moments that you decided to do what was against the crowd and you were successful at it, those moments that you took safe risks and they paid off. What was your mindset? What was your focus? What was your motivation in those moments? Embrace those again and see yourself as courageous. Here's number two. Get comfortable with mistakes. We can recognize and celebrate courage in others. But it also often leads us to realize that we possess a fear of failure. A fear of failure that we might not be able to do what they did. But what if it's okay to make mistakes? What if it's okay to use those mistakes 
as learning tools. Resilience in response to failure, errors, or mistakes has found that more resilient individuals have lower levels of perfectionism and a much more positive way of explaining positive events as, I haven't solved this problem yet, but I will try another strategy next. So get comfortable with mistakes. Here's number three. Look for an encourager. Of course, we all have moments where we feel apathetic or anxious or fearful about stepping up or doing the next best thing. And so we need to look for people who will encourage us, people who will inspire us, individuals that we admire, that represent our ideal selves. And so they have a moral courage that we at times find difficult. Look for those in your life. You know, it can also help to have someone who inspires you or who coaches you towards greater moments and times of being courageous. If we can do that for you at Phoenix Life Coaching Canada, don't hesitate to reach out to us. Here's number four. Clarify your values. You may recognize courage in others, but sometimes you struggle to see it in yourself. If so, it may be helpful to ask yourself a few questions. Like, what do you value in yourself? What do you stand for? What is important to you? What are some of your successes and accomplishments? Reflect on those. Journal about those, for example, in your Make It So journal. If you don't have one, go to our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. There's copies there for you. But clarify your values. What do you stand for? That'll help you to know what you need to be courageous in. So courage. See yourself as courageous. Get comfortable with mistakes. Look for encouragers. Clarify your values. And remember... Courage is associated with positive strengths like persistence and integrity. And all of these help you to thrive. All right, let's wrap up. You know, our, our full-service coaching clients receive a weekly message from me called the top four to make it so. Let me give you a sneak peek into two of the points that I shared with them this week. Two of the four. Here was the first Inbox zero is dumb. You know, I often hear people talk about inbox zero, that magical moment when your inbox is completely empty. There are hundreds of blogs written about this topic, and I understand that this is a goal for a lot of people, but I think it's dumb. Why? Because the more that you empty your inbox, the more emails you get. It's a self-perpetuating loop. It's like digging a hole in the sand that keeps filling in. If you told me that that was your goal, I would tell you, go get a better goal. You will never win that particular battle. So what's a better inbox goal? I think the word that you're trying to hit isn't zero, but it's manageable. What does manageable mean? It means you can find what you are looking for. It means that you can access what you need. It means you don't lose important stuff. It means 
You quickly get rid of stuff that doesn't matter. It means you don't have a panic attack each time you look at your inbox. Let zero go. Aim for manageable. And don't spend a minute more in your inbox than you need to. Here's the, the second of four, top four to make it so I shared with our full service coaching clients this week. I said, how do you guarantee a win all summer long? Well, you know, one of my favorite sayings, one of the things I, I love to repeat to myself throughout the year is new seasons deserve new scorecards. We're about to head into summer and it's probably time for you to create a new scorecard for your wins and goals this summer. Kids will be home, your schedule will most likely change with trips and friends and family traveling. The weather is going to be really nice, so hopefully you will be outside more often. The point is you need to adjust your scorecard to fit your season. Be honest with yourself and with your calendar for this summer. You'll thank me later if you do it. You know, I, I meet, for example, with my one-to-one -one clients quarterly in person besides our weekly or bi-weekly remote sessions, that is. And one of the reasons that I do that, besides the fact I enjoy seeing them, is that it gives me a chance to review their growth plan and ensure their habits and their goals are reflective of the season that they are in. To make sure that their scorecard is in the new season that they're in. You know, we take our vehicles in for tune-ups and tire changes that reflect the season that we're in. Don't our personal and professional lives deserve the very same at least? We think so. You know, I'm going to be offering a, a masterclass in June, a masterclass that's going to continue to build upon agile decision-making, but it's going to focus on the season that you're in. I encourage you to check the podcast notes on how you can sign up for that. Our masterclasses are packed full of information, and most of all, they can be repeated in frequency when you need their intensity the most. So do take me up on the opportunity to learn more about our masterclass. Check the link in our podcast notes or go to our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com. And if you want more details on how you can weekly get the top four to make it so by becoming a full-service coaching client? Well, our website, phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com, is the place for you to find details on that and to get into contact with us. You can check the podcast notes as well. I'm really excited that we are getting ready for our second annual Summer of Success with some great guests being lined up for July and August on our podcast. And I'll be sharing some of those teasers on who is coming in the weeks ahead. Don't hesitate to contact us here at phoenixlifecoachingcanada.com if we can help you to lead with confidence and grow with clarity. We have a track record of clients who thrive. And we'd love to help you to be one of those too. If this content and this podcast is meaningful to you, it would mean the world to me if you could rate it or write a review. It will give this podcast more exposure. And remember, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. The podcast notes will help you to find us. All right, until we get together again next week, start living in a way today that will help you to thrive tomorrow. And remember, you can make it so.